It's Friday, August the 25th, 2017. My name is Scott and this is Can Geek Radio. So, I've spent about a week now trying to figure out what subject I was going to cover on this week's podcast. And I had a lot of things in mind. I was going to cover the solar eclipse that took place earlier this week and how I spent my day trying to capture pictures of that eclipse. And I was going to cover, you know, Game of Thrones and what happened in season seven, episode seven, and my my opinions and theories as to what we could expect for this coming Sunday's episode. I had a lot of things I wanted to talk about this week, but then something happened over the last 24 hours that kind of pissed me off. And I want to share this with my listeners. I'd love to get your feedback on this. And you know what? Before I get into this story, I want to explain to everyone listening to this that I'm not a thin-skinned person. All right. You cannot be a thin skinned person and put out videos for your YouTube channel and do podcasts and, you know, run a business that is basically centered around your social media activity and not expect that you're going to have people come at you who are going to both like what you have to say and alternatively have people that are going to want to troll you. This is just a fact of life. So I'm not a thin-skinned person, but let me tell you a little story. And I would love to hear through Collins or whatever from anyone listening to this, whether you agree with me or disagree with me at the end of this story. So gaming, gaming has always been a big part of my life, you know. You do not start a company where you are promoting board games and whatever without having a passion for what it is you're doing. So as I said, my passion for gaming is what drove us to create and register and promote Can Geek games and collectibles. My passion for gaming and entertaining people and interacting with people is what drove me to create a business model where our entire business is spent promoting the love of board games through YouTube, social media, and ultimately what sort of drove me to start podcasting here on Anchor. However, I was, I was kind of born with certain disadvantages and I'm going to tell you right now what they were. I was born legally blind and what that means from my perspective is that I'm not completely blind. I can move around on my own. I have my own mobility. I get up and go to work on my own. I, you know, I do the same things that everybody else does. But from a vision point of view, my vision is 20 over 200. 
And what that means is what other people can see at 200 feet away. I cannot see anything less than 20 feet away. Now, this is something that I have had to live with my entire life. So I've learned to cope with it. It it doesn't hinder my daily activity. The one disadvantage it created for me, however, and this this has been a disadvantage that is jumped up and bit me in the ass a few times in my life, is sadly, I will never be able to drive an automobile as much as I would love to. As a matter of fact, let's be very clear about this. As much as I would love to drive an automobile, I would frankly love to drive a motorcycle even more. I'm a I'm a motorcycle guy first and a car or truck guy second. That's just me. But my lack of being able to acquire a driver's license has hindered me multiple times in my life. It has prevented me from seeking certain forms of employment that I have desired. And it has prevented me from being involved in certain social activities that I have wanted to be involved in for quite some time. But the one advantage that I have always had is that my love of gaming and my love of involving myself with people who also enjoy gaming has always created unique social opportunities for me. Social opportunities that I am more than happy to pursue. Now, the nice thing about this is growing up, as I said, I pursued these social opportunities and I pursued them through friends that I went to school with that were as passionate about gaming as I was. Be it sitting down in front of a computer on a Friday night and playing, you know, local area network Doom or Wolfenstein or getting together to play some Battletech or some Magic the Gathering. I always surrounded myself with more or less the same people when it came to gaming. I created a gaming group. The problem is that as you get older and as your priorities in life change, your friends that you thought would be part of your life forever tend to drift away. They go off, they get married, they start families of their own, they they get involved in their jobs, church activities, their spouses, families, whatever. Okay? Big part of that also involves these friends moving away from the geographical area in which they grew up in with you. So, it becomes much, much more difficult as an adult to keep a steady gaming group going. And this is the complaint of many people I know. They want to play that new board game. They want to play that new collectible card game. But they can't. Because nailing down their gaming friends to a consistent time to game is virtually impossible. This is why the invention of systems like Row 20, the virtual tabletop invention, we'll say, has 
created opportunities for people to play their pen and paper role-playing games online. And it's a great thing, don't get me wrong, when you've got a buddy that you grew up with who has moved to, say, Australia. It's impossible to, you know, go to their place and game. But if you want to do some D&D online, you, you log into Roll20 and you, you do your gaming. So virtual tabletops are awesome. I'll never downplay the worth of virtual tabletop software. But what if your your friends that you used to game with are still relatively close to home for you? Like, you know, we're not talking the same city, but what if they're a couple cities away? What then? What does that mean for your opportunity to get together with your friends and game? Well, if you're like me, and you have this visual impairment that prevents you from driving 45 minutes or 90 minutes to a city, you know, outside your geographical location to get together with your old friends to game. It either means that they make concessions for you knowing what your visual limitations are or your fuck. See, such is the situation that I found myself in 24 hours ago. A buddy of mine is having some folks over to his place to game tomorrow. Now, it's very important to note up front that I wasn't going to be able to make this particular gaming event anyways. My wife and I are celebrating our wedding anniversary this weekend. I have to make a choice. Do I go out and game with some friends or do I celebrate a very important day with the woman that I have chose to spend the rest of my life with? I made the smart choice. I made the choice that any decent human being would make. I chose to spend the time with my wife. So I would never have been able to make this gaming event tomorrow anyways. What pissed me off was that this one person came to me and said, hey, we're getting together to game tomorrow. You should take the train out to the city that I live in. I will pick you up from the train station will game, then you can take the train home. To put this into context for the folks listening to this particular podcast, this would have been roughly about a 70 to 90 minute commute for me to get out to this person's place. It requires me to do at least two transfers through the public transportation network to get not only from my home to the train station that I would have to go to and then take the train for about 40 minutes to get to this person's city so that they could come and pick me up. I had clocked this at about a 90-minute trip. This person drives. This person's commute from their front door to the house that I live in is 45 minutes. It is half the time of what it would take me to commute to their home. 
Now, I was actually prepared to do this trip because here's what's happening. Every time a gaming event comes up now with my former group of gaming comrades, they are choosing to do it in a geographical location that I cannot get to in a reasonable matter of time. And they're basically saying, hey, if you want to come, you need to make your way out here. And it was kind of getting under my skin. And I, I realized that them always coming into the city that I live in, even though they all drive, must be getting under their skin. So I, I was going to concede that I was going to have to do this trip sooner or later. But not this weekend. Not on the weekend of my wedding anniversary. Here's what happened though, and this is what the tipping point was for me. I got a text message from the person holding this gaming event today. Once again inviting me to come out to their home to get involved in this thing. And I explained to them that I wasn't going to be able to make it. They then informed me that I should come to show up another friend of mine who blatantly had stated that I wouldn't come because I don't travel and I won't do the commute and I only game in my home and, you know, I'm always expecting them to come to where I'm at. These people know what my mobility limitations are. These are people that I have lived around for the majority of my life. Most of them. They know that this trip is double the amount of time for me than it is for them to come to where I'm at. It's not just about the trip, however. It's about me having to be dependent on other people. See, the underlying element of this story is I was told to take the train out to the city that this person lives in. They will pick me up at the train station, drive me to their place. Where basically I, even if I need to leave early or if I'm ready to go home, what, whatever the case may be, I'm stuck. I'm going to be the first person in, or I would be the first person in, and the last person out. So it is ultimately about having to depend on other people because of my mobility restrictions. And that's something that I don't do very well. I don't depend on others. See, growing up, I was always looked down on by my peers for my disability. You know, kids sadly can be cruel. They come up with mean and nasty names to describe things they don't understand. Um, medical technology has advanced over the years, but when I was growing up, I wore extremely thick glasses. And I heard it all. But my personal favorite was the kids that liked to refer to me as the Coke bottle kid. Citing the fact that the, the glasses I was wearing at the time looked like they had been cut off the bottom of a glass Coke bottle. So you can only take so much ribbing, jabbing, and 
verbal abuse before you become a bit of an introvert and you learn not to depend on others. Now, fortunately, as I've got older, that has changed. As I said, I've surrounded myself with people who are accepting of who I am, both physically and emotionally, and what it is I am passionate about. And I love that. I absolutely love it. But it hurts and it cuts deeply when those people, or at least some of those people, seem to forget what your restrictions are and they turn around and they start taking shots at you. You know, because you don't want to do that 90-minute commute. Because they know that you have issues with being dependent on other people. I am a very self-reliant individual. So, all of this, as minor as it may sound to anyone listening to this tonight, really kind of hurt. So here's what I'd like to hear, and I'm hoping that I'm hoping that you folks will hook me up with some call-ins tonight and let me know what you think. Am I justified here? You know, am I justified in not wanting to do this type of commute? You know, even though I want a game, am I justified? Or do you think I'm kind of being a whiny bitch and that I should just, you know, plan to get on the train for this next gaming session and go? As I said at the beginning of tonight's broadcast, I am a very thick-skinned individual these days. So, you know, have at it. Let me know what you think. Do you think that they should be more compromising or do you think that I need to be the one to compromise on this? Anyways, that's it, everyone. Thanks very much for listening to my rant tonight. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Be sure to check back here soon for another episode of Can Geek Radio. Until then, as always, my name is Scott. Thank you so very much for listening, and have an awesome weekend.